According to Ericsson Mobility Report, around 29 billion connected devices are forecast by 2022, of which around 18 billion will be related to the Internet of Things. And of that, 1.5 billion will be IoT devices with cellular connections. With statistics like that, then it's not surprising that there are new and different requirements on IoT security. Welcome to this second Ericsson Internal Podcast. My name is Kirsty Fitzgibbon, Head of Internal Communications and Engagement. I'm delighted to be sat here with Bodo Josefsson, Head of IoT Security. And we're, not surprisingly, going to talk about IoT security. Hi, Bodo. Hi, Kirsty. Good to be here. Thanks for joining us. So first question, let's start with the basics. When we talk about IoT, what do we mean? Well, if I use uh, a definition in Wikipedia, Internet of Things is the network of devices such as vehicles, home appliances and other items that are embedded with electronics, software, sensors, the ability to remote control and network connectivity so that they can uh, connect and they can exchange data. And that gives them great advantages in terms of operational efficiency, right? Exactly. It both gives us operational efficiencies, but it also makes it possible for our customers to enter into new value chains and build new business models. To put this in context then, can you give us a recent example of an attack on IoT devices? One attack that many people have heard about is the one called Mirai. It happened in October last year in the US and they actually entered it uh, or they had launched the attack by uh, entering malware into surveillance cameras that people had at their homes. And they were actually able to take down sites like Twitter, Netflix, Airbnb by doing that. Wow. So if they could do that, you imagine what they could if they were able to attack a water plant or a nuclear plant systems. That's pretty serious. It is. And the reason they were able to do this was that they could uh, use the normal default passwords and usernames. People had not changed them. And that's the way they could actually enter into those devices. So what is it about IoT that puts new demands on security? Well, one fundamental difference, if you compare your phone that you're used to, is that you can communicate with that in a completely different way. You can answer to a request and you can authenticate yourself. But I have a PC. What about that? Well, the PC is different in the sense that there you update your security software regularly. You get pushed for doing updates and then you do that. For a device, you might keep a device for 10 years and you don't touch it over those 10 years. And are there other vulnerabilities? Yes, and there are some different characteristics when it comes to IoT that, uh, that makes it different on how you handle security. One is that a lot of the IoT decisions are taken based on data. For example, a traffic light. The traffic light changes from red to green depending on the traffic patterns around. But just consider if all the lights are turned to green at the same time, that would be a chaos. And another uh, thing is this uh, large volume of devices. As we said before, there will be many, many uh, devices that will be connected to the networks. And you need to have some automated way of handling it. You can't do it in a manual fashion. And the devices will vary in what they are capable of. There will be very constrained devices, devices that can hardly do anything and that have limited processor memory to have those security capabilities. And then there will be others that can have a lot of security functionality. And then finally, it's about the ecosystems. There will be 
totally different ecosystems. There will be many players involved in IoT and all of them need to ensure that they have security in, on their end. Boda, when you're meeting with customers and you're discussing IoT security, what are the main questions that they're asking you? Questions that we always get is, can I trust the identity of the devices? Is a network resilient to attacks? Who has access to the data? What data do they have access to? Can I be sure that data has not been manipulated? And then the, all the privacy concerns. Is privacy uh, respected? Is the operation fulfilling various uh, regulatory requirements? So lots of questions and, and lots of advice you can give customers, but w what are you doing to support them? We are supporting our customers in many different ways. One part of it is about our professional services, where we can do vulnerability analysis of the operations. We can find where there are uh, holes in the security and suggest ways of how to improve it. And then we have products in many of the areas. We have identity management solutions, we have security management, we have network security solutions. And some of these solutions we have developed in-house and some we are using partners. And so when you get on to the next level of conversation about the type, the level of investment that customers need to make into security, how does that conversation go? How do you build a case? First of all, all our, our customers, everyone we meet, they, it's top of, of the agenda for them. It's very, very important. Everyone realizes that if they would be successful with IoT, they need to solve the security issue. They need to solve the privacy issues. So that it's important that they definitely recognize. And isn't there something coming in in Europe, some new regulation that will really drive home the, the importance of security? Yes, but this is a very important thing that comes next year. It's a new EU regulation called GDPR, a general data protection regulation. It's quite a mouthful, right? <laughs> yes, and it comes, uh, it, it comes into force in May next year. And if you don't respect the privacy that is stipulated in this regulation, actually companies can be fined up to 4% of the annual turnover if they have a breach. Wow. I would say that focuses the mind, doesn't it? Or focuses the conversation. So, uh, but look, Bodo, as we sum up then, final question to you. When you sit in these conversations with customers, if you're advising them on what they should be doing to really get ahead of the game in IoT security, what are the maybe one or two things that you think are super important for you to advise them on? First of all, I say that IoT security is important from two different perspectives. One is to protect the telco infrastructure that our, our customers have from IoT-related attacks, such as this uh, Mirai that we talked about. A lot of attacks can be launched from IoT devices. So how do you protect the network from that? And the other is that if our customers shall be successful with IoT, they need to think about security. They need to ensure that their operation is secure. And then, of course, they must choose a partner that they can trust. And that should be us. Of course. Bodo, thank you very much. And thank you to all of you for joining us. If you want to download these podcasts and listen while you're on the move, you can now subscribe by searching for Ericsson Conversations in iTunes. Talk to you again soon. Bye for now.